we hope that this show is for everyone listening what it is for us, which is your weekly escape to Disney, where you can just kind of push the pause button on life and anything else that's going on in your world right now and come and escape to Disney with us. I, I mean, I think that's it, right? To all who enter this happy place, welcome and leave your troubles at the door. And and there is there is hope. There's yeah. always hope. And you can find that in those places that you can escape to. Hey guys, welcome to Escape to the Magic Podcast. We are your hosts, Randy, Dak, and Ryan, three guys who love all things Disney, and we appreciate you for making us part of your day. On this, our very first episode, we are talking about the Disney Day, as in, what are some of those things that we do when we are having one of those days where all we want to do is be at Disney? And what are some of those things that help get us through that day? Guys, I am so stoked and excited to finally be doing this. How long have we been talking about doing a podcast? We have. We've probably talked about this for at least a couple of years. We've been on a couple of guys trips where just us and a couple of other buddies go out to Disney. We've done run Disney events with our wives. We've done solo trips, couples trips. So we've... I even I even chaperoned a high school orchestra There you once. go. There you go. Yeah, so we've we've kicked around this idea, and, and we survived. finally just decided. And I survived. Yeah, and and you survived high school kids. Uh, we usually only see the opposite end of that. We're at the parks while the high schoolers are running through, cutting yeah. through line. Yeah, yeah. And My high schoolers were well behaved. Did they have? Did you have a flag that you would hold up, indicating that this was your group? No, we we weren't lame like that. We said, "Hey, you got to check in twice a day." We need proof of life, noon and five o'clock. <laughs> Text your chaperone a picture of you and your group that you are alive. And that was it. That's awesome. It was awesome. They did great. Yeah. You know, I think between the three of us, between all that we've seen and done and, you know, just been a part of both Disney World and Disneyland, Dak with the Disney Cruises, I think between the three of us, we have, a, I don't want to say a wealth of knowledge, but maybe a wealth of knowledge and experience that, it's just it's it's just fun. Yeah. It's just fun. You know, I do I do think it tends to be a little unique that uh that not only are we we friends, right, but that we live pretty close together. We've been close together for many years, right? And and this is kind of our our common passion, you know. I think I think that most men our age, you know, you, in pre-production you were kind of asking this question like, do you ever get those friends who just ask you like, "Why Disney?" Mm-hmm. right? And we've all gotten that question before. And, you know, my immediate reaction is to roll my eyes like, you know, there's something wrong with you if you don't understand why. Right. But I do think that in the bigger scheme of things, it is a little bit rare that that you would find that and that we would be so close together and, and, and good friends and able to do this and take trips. You know, I wonder how many guys like us are out there that don't have an outlet where they can talk about their love of Disney. They don't have a guy friend or, you know, a group of friends that, Hey, let's, let's, let's go to Disney world. Yeah. We got to get all the closet Disney dads out. Yeah. We got to fellers. It's good, man. I think there's probably more out there than we, you're driving in your car right now, listening to this episode saying, finally, (laughs) there's some fellas that understand me out there. Hey, I I think most of the people that, that question our love of Disney have never been. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, and, and, you know, they're, they're uptight about things. 
let me just say this. I'm going to say this, okay? The whole episode's already off the rails, so it doesn't matter what our <laughs> script was. But I'm going to say this, right? You know, one of the things you see when you go to Disney is you see these themed shirts, right? Typically matching shirts, right? And I'll tell you, there is one shirt that drives me nuts more than any other shirt. And it's the one that is worn by the dad complaining about money, yeah. right? Usually says broke, right? And the O is in the shape of Mickey ears. And I'm like, dude, you are so lame. You you have you have got to get it together. Now look, I will laugh. Okay, it's funny when you've got princess and this person, everybody, mm-hmm. and then the last one is like the broke guy. I'm not saying there's not truth to it, okay? But what I am saying is like if that's your focus, then of course you're going to have a miserable time. Yeah. Because that's not the point. The point is to escape and, and, to, and to enjoy the magic, right? Um, and to be with people you love and that you care about and, and kind of escape from the regular rigmarole of life. And if you're going to focus on how much you're spending while you're there, eh, you're not going to have such a good time. That's my opinion. Yeah, I think you're missing the point, right? So the, the point is, is that at least for us, the moment you walk through that turnstile, the moment you go under that bridge as you're heading into Magic Kingdom or, or the park of that day, that is your one moment to put everything else in life aside, right? You That is your chance to forget about the stresses of work and how hot it is in Texas right now, right? Or, you know, that... For me, that mortgage rates are through the roof and trying to help people get into a home right now yeah, is nearly yeah. impossible. Like all that, I can just hit the pause button on. And for those few days that I'm at the park with you guys or with my family or whatever the scenario is, I can just stop that for a moment and just let like live in that moment of being at Disney with the people that I love the most. Right. Yeah. So that that's what it is for me. And I think that's what Walt meant when he said to all who enter this happy place, yeah. welcome, right? It li- and that was it. Welcome, period. There's no more to it. You are here and you should enjoy being here because this is a happy place. It's intended to be. And that's your choice if you're going to make it a happy experience. That's totally up to you um, if that's what you want to do. But if you want to be Grumpy Dwarf, there's a shirt for that, too. There, yeah. And and you can you can be that guy. And I will have no pity on you while you're sweating in line. OK, <laughs> I have none because I'm having a good time. You know, it's just I agree with both of you. Um, well, that is good. Yeah. I mean, probably <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure show. there will be times where we well, just isn't going to work. Very yes. Well. <laughs> yes. I'm sure we'll come to a point where we disagree on something, uh, but in a good way, in a fun way. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, just listening to you guys talk, I'm like, how many times have I been at Disney World and I'm walking with my girls hand in hand, whether they're little or even now they're obviously a little bit older, but you just have that feeling of, man, this is pretty close to perfect. Yeah. Whether it's 95, raining, whatever it may be, you know, there is just something completely magical about being there with your family, your loved ones, your friends that it's really hard to replicate that outside of those gates. And I would add, I would add even, even being there alone, right? But mm-hmm. being surrounded by people who are in that happy element, right? It just, it, it, it allows you to exist in a space with others who have a common goal in mind, which is, which is just to enjoy the magic. Yeah. And, and, and that's really cool. And everything just seems to be... I've been there when 
you know, whatever it has been, but you're just, you're walking through, like you said, it's just this feeling of, Hey, I'm here. Like, Oh my goodness. Like, let's take the day. I don't care how much it's costing. So you just accept that. And, but you know what? It's money. It's money well spent. And that's why I tell my friends that like, Hey, you go to Disney a lot. I'm like, yeah, I do go to Disney a lot because I love it and because it just provides this, this happiness that, it's hard to get in a lot of places. Yeah, I always tell my wife, of all the vices that a guy could have, I, I think <laughs> loving Disney is probably the most innocent one that you could yeah. uh, you could probably put up there. So uh, if, if nothing else, it's good, clean fun, right? Yeah, so. without, without a doubt. So I'd be kind of curious. It's probably good to maybe talk about our, our more common experiences lately, right? So, you know, like we mentioned to start, I although I grew up at Disneyland... Um, that was many, many, many years ago, right? And so for the last decade or so, we've primarily been at Walt Disney World. My next trip actually is next weekend. I'm, so jealous. I'm very excited Absolutely for that. Um, I'm taking my younger two or my older two children with us. My wife just took our younger two a couple of weeks ago. And so that's kind of one of the fun things we do as a family is we're not afraid to split it up and just do different things and have that experience with different people at a time. Um, sometimes she and I go together by ourselves. We're, we're both annual pass holders. The children are not. Um, but and that's and that's primarily been because annual passes just recently came back on the market, right? And so she and I have maintained our annual passes all the way through COVID. And when they stopped selling them, and we would continue to renew, thinking, "Oh my gosh, I don't know that they'll ever sell this again." So we better hold on to it. And we couldn't buy them for the kids. That was so. that was a very wise thing to do. I know. We lost ours. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of scary, right? Yeah. And um, you just didn't know what they were going to do and how things were changing. And of course, there was new leadership at the mm-hmm. company. Um, I'll say it, really bad leadership at the company. And, and there was a lot of missteps that were made in terms of the guest experience. This is one of those areas. And so I'm glad it came back. But we're, we're headed out next weekend with my two oldest. Dak, you recently had a trip. Yeah, so just got back. Uh, we went at the end of April. We did a three-day trip to the parks there at Disney World, then drove down to Miami, took a Disney cruise out of Miami, and uh, that was amazing. Another, It was a four-day cruise on that. Uh, I could have stayed at the parks the whole time. My girls could have stayed on the cruise the whole time. Which, so Which ship were you on? We were on the Disney Dream. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's our second time on no excuse me third time on the disney dream okay i haven't been since our last guys trip no way is that true yeah was that september of last year right september of 2022 yeah yeah it's been it's been that i mean and if you if for those of you who are listening oh he's it hasn't even been a year and he's complaining about not going like yes 100 percent. it's been almost a year and i wish i could Go tomorrow. I wish I could go with you, Randy. I mean, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I just go back. That's what Walt was trying to do, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if if you spend any time trying to understand the genesis of the park, you know, Walt started out as an animator doing what he was doing in animation, right? But the idea for Disneyland came about because he's at the park watching his kids on a merry-go-round and he's just like... And I'm just sitting here on the bench doing nothing. Like, I want to be part of the fun. I want to be able to make the memories together. I don't want that memory to be my daughter's thinking, oh, dad's out on the bench, right? Mm-hmm. 
because um, you don't want to be a bench sitting dad. You want to be an active participant there and those memories that come about it. And so whether it's with your family, whether it's with your friends, whether it's honestly with complete strangers, you know, I've got a great story about uh, a Christmas party that we went to at Magic Kingdom last year where my family, we, we single-handedly created the most chaos I've ever seen inside of Space Mountain. Um, cast members got really upset, right? But it got really loud because we basically made, you know, I don't know, a thousand people in that room, our friends, and they all started joining in with us as we would cheer the people as they would take off. I remember you saying this. I mean, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And you just do it with complete strangers and you just can't replicate that. Yeah. I think that's the coolest thing about the parks is like, um, definitely pre COVID, um, since, where we're at today in today's world where with COVID where it's at now and, and kind of thankfully in the rearview mirror a little bit for all of us, just being able to be in line at the parks and you strike up conversations with perfect strangers. And it's just this community that exists within the parks where again, it's that magical place pun intended where you can just kind of leave everything else at the door, right? Yeah. Are there stupid people still in the parks? Absolutely. Of right. Of course. You're not going to escape, escape that. But I do think that there are some great conversations and interactions that you get with people. Sometimes you're stuck on a ride, not stuck on a ride, but you get on a ride in a single rider and you're with a family and you get to enjoy that moment with them. And, uh, I've I've always asked the question like what is better you know you experiencing something for the first time or watching someone else experience mm. something mm. for the first time at a park and I I really don't know which one I I enjoy better yeah. it's just it's so amazing to be there and watch people you know go through uh, that that experience for the first time we definitely for our next guys trip we need to have some people we need to bring some first timers that have never been. Or, or, or maybe just some people that have never been outside of like that traditional element, yeah. right? Well, and, yeah, and especially, I think- especially the the stressed out about the cost and the cash part, right? Like let's let's bring people and just say, hey, like you need to come immerse yourself in our world. Yeah. Oh, it is a completely different experience on a guy's trip compared yeah. to a family trip or you know a solo trip. And I think for the dads or for the guys who have been with their families and it was not enjoyable, yeah, come with us one time. Just come see what it's about from our perspective. Laid back, relaxed. We have we all three of us have different styles of enjoying the parks. Yeah. So absolutely, absolutely yeah. it's a good blend of wanna go, 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 go and see everything, get the yeah. rides in. Yeah. I'm the energizer bunny, right? Yep. Randy's the energizer bunny. <laughs> Dak's like, hey, I could sit here on this bench at Main Street for all day. Just people just all people day. watch, yeah, right? All day. You know? yeah. I could just sit on Main Street all day. Give Dak or- a colossal cinnamon roll and, and I'm done. And he's done. And I'm, I'm probably just in the middle. I, I can do both. I love to go, go, go. I love to sit and, and chillax. And, you know, I think, how does that not sound fun? For, I mean, it just sounds fun. Yeah. So. And it's because it is. Because it is. <laughs> 100%. All right. So I'm going to rein us back in on our episode. Whoops. Just kicked Ryan's table there. That's nice. Uh, one thing I wanted to kind of take the next few minutes and talk about is just like, what do you do? So Randy, you're, you're in the lucky group. You're going next weekend. Mm-hmm. Ryan, you said it's been almost a year. I think all of us, uh, as 
Disney lovers, we all have what I like to call the Disney day, which is one of two things. You're either you're either stressed to the max and just need that escape where work is piling up. Family pressures are there. You know, we're all involved in our church. uh, So that comes with some pressures. Sometimes it's I think 180 degrees outside in Texas right now. And so you have that moment where you're just like, ah, I need a break and I need to get myself out of this mode that I'm in right now. Or the flip side of it is it's one of those nice spring mornings where the weather is a little cool and you're like, man, if I was on the Kilimanjaro Safari at Animal Kingdom, life would be good, yeah. right? So what do you guys do in those moments where you're just having a little bit of a Disney day and you need to unplug from reality and, and kind of escape into your, into a little Disney moment. Anything you guys do? Well, I, I do a lot of things to tell you the truth. It's a lot. Um, uh, so I, I'm, I, I run pretty regularly and my running playlist is, I actually have multiples and they're exclusively Disney songs, right? Um, and I, I run to it. I've actually set goals before where, you know, I can picture in my mind like I'm running and then I picture this choreography taking place and then I'm singing at the same. You know, it's one of those things, but it helps me just kind of be in that zone. And, and and I did that initially. I started doing that. I started running to Disney songs because it helped distract me when I when I first started running. And it was hard. Right. And you're trying to figure out, like, how do I run? Do I want to run this hurts right and all of a sudden when i changed my music from my traditional 80s rock to disney songs all of a sudden i would find myself at different spots in the run and i'm like oh this this isn't so bad i'm almost done and then you could start to become more predictable by by where it was at for songs but that's for me music is a big part of it right i i can incorporate music into into most of my routines at any time I'll do it in the car too. And and I'll say music is not exclusive just to songs from movies, right? I will play like the park uh, soundtrack, right? Yeah, Where, big time. Yeah, and they, these exist. If you don't know this, right, you should. But you can get the soundtrack for Disneyland, Disney World, um, Paris, Hong Kong. The, all the music is available to listen to on streaming on Apple Music. And you can hear what you would hear while you're on an attraction. And... All sorts of different things. Even sometimes I'll listen to, you know, Impressions of France, right? right? Right. Which is basically just French classical music. But when I do, when I listen to that and I hear, when I hear, you know, Debussy and and Bizet and those people as part of that soundtrack, I, I take myself to Epcot, you know, and I just find myself a little bit happier. Yeah. What's funny is like uh, I don't run as much now, but when I did... Uh, run I would try to imagine myself okay what if I was running at you know pop century around uh, the lake there or what if I was running through the parks like we did and some of our run Disney events like imagining myself as I'm listening to the Disney music you know running through Magic Kingdom and trying to place myself there anything to get my mind off of actually running yeah. is, is basically but that's that's great Ryan how about you any Disney escape uh, techniques I do what Randy does, except for the running part. <laughs> I I love listening to the music loops. Yeah. Epcot entrance. Yeah. Main Street. Impressions de France. Like yeah. what whatever it is, uh, 
I even have the Disney Springs soundtrack that I heard years ago. I was just I didn't know about that one. I was just walking through. I was walking. I gotta under, look that one up. Yeah, I just was walking. I just and I um, shazammed the uh, the song I was listening to, and I yeah. have it on my my playlist. So, hundred percent, we'll just pull up music loops. Um, I checked. We talked about this. I checked the wait times. Oh, 100%. I just like it, okay. If I were at Disney today, is this would this be a good day? Yes. Oh, 120 minute wait at Flight of Passage. I'm glad I'm not there. Yeah. You know, but when you see the well, you're not glad you're. Not I'm not there. glad you're right. I, <laughs> but I, you're glad. I you're realize not, when I you're said glad that you're not waiting in a line for 120 right. minutes, that's right? You know? That's right. But then when you see like when it's 70 degrees outside, yeah, you yes. check the wait times. Oh, 35 minutes for whatever, and it's like, wow, this would be a great day to be at Disney, and then. Yeah, the other day you texted me a screenshot of the 10-day forecast in Anaheim. That was, it was like unreal. 65 degrees as a high the whole week. It was 98 and, uh, in Florida and Anaheim was, was 60 Florida. 65 and it yes. was like, okay, I literally was like, hey, let's just let's I was just not go. having a Disney day until let's just that go. moment. Let's yeah, just go. I, that moment like <laughs> just kicked it right off. I was like I could totally leave my family. Today. And it happened to be the same day. <laughs> it happened to be the same day that I pulled out my wallet and I still have my ticket stub from our trip last year. Oh yeah. 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 That you're holding on. I, I, <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm holding on. I, 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 oh, I'm doing this. I just, I just gotta go. We just gotta get going. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the music thing is one thing. Um, you know, we have candles, we have Disney oh, gosh, all yes. over the place in our house and my girls too. My girls are really great about, when they come downstairs in the morning, we have one of those Alexa devices. Hey, Alexa, play such and such. And, you know, my girls love the beauty. Oh. No, canceled, <laughs> Alexa. We're talking to you. I don't know if that got picked up on the mic, but Alexa just started talking to us. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, anything I can do to, to you know, I wish I, I wish there was a way to, to replicate Food, the food options, and we'll have a. I'll tell you what, there is because I've bought every cookbook there is. They're down on our shelves downstairs, you know. And and we've we've done a few of those, right? I've got the Disneyland Paris cookbook. I've got I've got Disneyland. I've got I've got a special Epcot one, and it includes all of the things that we like, you know. Does it have the cheeseburger spring roll? It does. Because I was craving that today. Really? Yes. I don't really care for that one, but that's good for you. <laughs> See, we had our first disagreement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm with you. I'm a, I'm a big candle guy. Uh, so I actually fired up the candle today. I was I was having a little bit of a Disney day myself today. And so, yeah, I got the... Uh, the got soaring the beach, candle? No, I got the oh. Beach Club Resort going. Okay. All right. That's fair. I uh, turned on YouTube and found the Resort TV channel there. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but yep. it's basically the... In hotel loop, music yep. loop uh, at all the resorts do you, there. Do, Disney. You, do you play the live one or do you I play, do play the live because it's showing me wait time, not wait times, but it's showing me like park hours and yeah. uh, everything that's going events on. It's showing me what the mm-hmm. night events are. Yeah, absolutely. So love, uh, love me a little resort TV and, and get the, the beach club candle going. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, there are. You know, when we talk about being fanatics, right? Like I, I, I own 44 Disney t-shirts, right? Like we've got Disney is that, decor. Is that a challenge? Uh, if, <laughs> I, no, I don't, I'm not, I'm not close to 44, but 
But, but I, I counted at one point because I'm like, I feel like I have a lot. And then I was like, oh, I maybe have too many. No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't have too many, but it is it is quite a bit, right? And And here's the thing about all those shirts, though. Again, this just goes back to it. I, there's a memory associated with all of them, right? I know when or why I wore them. Some of them are custom shirts from trips we've taken as a family. I've got a Mandalorian t-shirt, right? You oh, know, gosh. and it, it says, Big hit. It, yeah, it says, you know, uh, uh, Baby Yoda and Mando in, you know, 2020, right? This is the way, it kind of as a campaign poster. And I tell you what, I was like the most popular guy at Hollywood Studios walking around. People would see that. They're like, that's awesome. Because you just become part of that experience mm-hmm. too. And so. Yeah, I was with you on that trip, I think. Yeah. At least I, were, I was yeah. with you when you wore it. And yeah, there was people stopping us, like literally. Can I get a picture with yeah, you? Reaching kind of thing? out and just stopping like, us. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> this yeah, is my favorite great. part. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's one thing I actually. I love t-shirts, yeah. but it never dawned on me to get a t-shirt like you do. Because I would love to have a t-shirt of the Grey Movie Ride, which oh. was one of my favorite rides yeah. of all time. And they yeah. took it away. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, and I still don't do that because, number one, they don't make, well, I'm kind of getting off on a tangent now, but I like a certain quality of t-shirt. Yeah, like yeah. The hat, like the 50-50, yeah. I can't do 100% cotton, which I feel like most men's shirts they sell in the parks there you know it's starting to shift a little bit okay, but yeah good. but that is the predominant one but i wish I, I wish i could go back and just and still buy the shirt and just yeah. have the shirt well you know what i'll tell you this here's another tangent right but there is a shop at and on main street and they sell vintage um so they'll actually reprint clothing that they sold 10 15 20 30 40 50 years ago wow, no joke right and they it's it's basically it's their archives shop right and they will reprint them for a season and do it you know the last time we were there um my number 3 son he bought a big thunder mountain shirt and it was the same shirt from when the ride originally launched right really? and remember that was an original ride so that's yeah, like yeah. that is like literally vintage and it's that same color, nasty brown that you would expect from that era and everything, right? <laughs> like it, it fit perfectly. But, you know, sometimes you find those sorts of things. Um, uh, Hollywood Studios actually does sell some of that vintage clothing right there on on the boulevard, right? As you're wa- walking down Sunset Boulevard and you come in. So, you know, look for it because that's what I do. I look for things to help me remember certain things. And I love, I love um, T-shirts related to attractions. 100%, right? yeah. You know, especially when they first open, you know, you remember when we went and Rise of the Resistance opened, like yes. I was on this mission. I'm like, I have got to get a Rise of the Resistance shirt. Right. Because you're never going to get that same shirt again and say I was there the day it opened. Right. Right. Do you have a Tron shirt? I do have a Tron shirt. Do you have a Cosmic Rewind shirt? Um, I don't. There's So that's the thing. There's not a specific one to Cosmic Rewind, but I do have a Guardian shirt that was okay. specific to that. And and I bought the jacket. Oh. <laughs> that's another episode. For sure. We're off in the weeds. We Again. are. We're a little bit in the weeds. <laughs> it's okay. That's what it's about. I think, I think that's the genesis of this podcast is that, again, we're three guys. We... Uh, all dads, all coming from different aspects of life, but looking to get that weekly escape from Disney, or not from Disney, to Disney. Uh, and, you know, just sometimes just let the world be, not all of us get to go next weekend, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. So That's when, true. When we it's don't have me. a trip on the horizon, we like to 
like to plan the next trip on the horizon. Yeah, even look, if it's in our own minds. And we look forward to hearing your trip report. Yeah. That'll be fun. Oh, I'll I'll have a trip report. Oh yeah. And it'll be different from my wife's trip, right? Because we kind of plan differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you right now, I mean, I'm going to turn the jealousy factor up. The The parks look like they're going to be pretty sparsely populated. That's going to be great. The temperatures are supposed to drop down a little bit from where they've been. It's still going to be pretty hot. I mean, it's July in Florida, mm-hmm. but it, it's going to be awesome. And, and I'm excited because for my older two children... So Kayla and I went um, the month before Tron opened. There was a pass holder preview. And so we were able to go and experience Tron before everybody else did. And that was so cool. And, you know, because our children weren't pass holders, they stayed home. <laughs> so yeah. We left them behind and we took off to Florida and we told them all about it. Well, now my older two sons who are huge, huge, huge Tron fans get to go finally experience this thing that we have watched under construction for what it feels like five years now. Right. Right. Literally feels like it took them that long to build this thing. And, you know, I've experienced it, but I'm super excited to go experience it with them and see what that's like. And then to go and do my favorite thing, which is then compare it to something else. And then we'll go hop over and ride cosmic rewind. Right. Which is still my favorite roller coaster. And I want to see what they think. It, it, it has surpassed Space Mountain? It is well beyond Space Mountain. I'll just put it that really? way. Yeah. Okay. And you and you have not experienced Cosmic Rewind. No, I have right? not. So uh, my opinion on that, I believe it is the greatest roller coaster in the world. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> because of its unique, unique presentation, something that you, that I've never experienced anywhere else, that I've never seen done anywhere else. Mm. And. They, it is a full, you know, sensory overload sort of thing. And for the first time that you do it, you're like, I just didn't see that coming. Like, seriously, I did not see what happened happening. Wow. I want to do it again. Okay. And so what it, tell us uh, as we look forward to your trip report, tell us the actual dates you'll be. So we're going to be there on July 7th, 8th and 9th. OK, so it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't normally like weekend trips that much, but. Um, that's just how things have worked out for us. And so um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we our, our flight out is 5, 10 a.m. Texas time. And uh, we land at 8.30 in the morning. Um, a little preview. I will be booking lightning lanes from the airplane. The airport. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, when, when the clock hits 7 a.m. Florida time, I will be on the airplane on the Wi-Fi reserving our Cosmic Rewind uh, virtual queue, and then I will buy also uh, on on you know to what I call genie dollar sign right the individual lightning lane, um, so that we go twice you know, but and that's so, when we're going. We're, so what are your park orders? <clears throat> your so our reservations are Epcot, Magic, Magic. Uh, we do um, obviously I'm a pass holder, but we did get uh, park hoppers for the boys. Nice. So we do plan to hit multiple parks and do stuff. Um, we've got ADRs already set, so you know we'll hit uh, Vianopoli for of dinner. Course, of you course, do it. Yes, but we'll hit Vianopoli for dinner that first day. We're gonna eat at Tony's Town Square the second day, um, and then we've actually got an Oga's Cantina Sunday afternoon okay. before we fly out late that night. So we're gonna get a full day at the park, and so literally that's our thing. We will get up, you know, we will leave our house here at like. 3:30 in the morning wow. we will have a full day at the parks and then we will we will maximize it all and then we don't leave sunday night until almost 10 o'clock 
you know, the parks close at nine. So we'll be able to do everything we want to do. I am predicting right now your boys will get on that plane coming back to Houston. They will put their heads back on the seat and that will be the last they remember until touchdown here in Houston. Like you guys are. Well, I might, I might do the same. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds amazing. That sounds, Yeah. Yeah. Totally jealous. I don't think I could keep up with you. I couldn't keep up with you last time we did a guy's trip. You are a, you are definitely a hundred percenter. So uh, it, it, it does catch up to me for the record. <laughs> it yeah. does catch up to me. Well, trip trips like that three days, you know, that that's going to be a quick trip a lot, but man, yeah. So jealous. Look forward yeah. to that. Trip we're going to, we're going to squeeze, we're going to squeeze a lot in. Yeah. Right. And, and the primary objective. And so that's why we actually have two days uh, park reservations for Magic Kingdom is is mostly because we're gonna we're gonna maximize Tron, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I don't think I'm gonna try and squeeze it in on that first day, but you know for sure we're gonna hit it twice each of the other two days, provided of course that we get in the virtual queue. Um, but I'm pretty good at that, so I, I like my chances. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Well, this has been fun, guys. This yeah, has I want a lot of fun. Yeah, if it's okay, I want to finish off the episode. That kind of cap encapsulates what we've been talking about. And I saw it on the, you guys are probably familiar with it, but saw it on uh, Disney Plus on the Imagineering story. And it's at the end of episode five, the Carousel of Progress. And what it is is Bob Weiss. If you don't know that name, he was the president of Imagineering at the time. And he had a moment with John Hench, who basically was the president of Imagineering back when Walt was around. And essentially, he he asked John Hentz, what does all this mean, meaning the parks? What's the deeper meaning here? And John Hench turns to him and says, the meaning of the parks is very simple. It's, you're going to be okay. And Bob Weiss goes on to say, by that, he meant it doesn't matter what's happening in the world. doesn't matter how screwed up your life is right now. Whatever's going on, it's reassurance. It's that sense of comfort. And I think that encapsulates what we've been talking about here is that we hope that this show is for everyone listening what it is for us, which is your weekly escape to Disney where you can just kind of push the pause button on life and anything else that's going on in your world right now and come and escape to Disney with us. So that's how I wanted to close out our first little episode here. Any other final thoughts from from either of you guys? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's it, right? To all who enter this happy place, welcome, right? And leave your troubles at the door. And and there is there is hope, right? There's yeah. always hope. And you can find that in those places that you can escape to. Love it. Right? Yeah. We're just going to have a lot of fun with this. This is going to be fun. I think we'll have some great, some great stories and just some great times with each other. So I'm looking forward to doing this and I just, you know, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. And not every, we'll just preview, not every episode is just going to be, you know, talk fest, right? Like we're we're going to do, <laughs> we're going to do some cool things. We've yeah. got, we've got some great ideas, some, great some fun ideas things planned, planned, right? Um, we're going to make it pretty entertaining and, and engaging, right? But uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks everybody. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah.